We'll be taking our text tonight from the book of Genesis, excuse me, Exodus, Exodus chapter 6. We'll start at verse 2, Exodus chapter 6, verse 2. And God spake unto Moses and said unto him, I am the Lord. And I appeared unto Abraham, unto Isaac, and unto Jacob, by the name of God Almighty. But by my name Jehovah was I not known to them. And I have also established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan, the land of their pilgrimage, wherein they were strangers. And I have also heard the groaning of the children of Israel, whom the Egyptians keep in bondage, and I have remembered my covenant. Wherefore, say unto the children of Israel, I am the Lord, and I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians, and I will rid you out of their bondage, and I will redeem you with a stretched out arm and with great judgment. And I will take you to me for a people, and will be to you a God, and ye shall know that I am the Lord your God, which bringeth you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. And I will bring you in unto the land concerning the which I did swear to give to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. And I will give it to you for an heritage. I am the Lord. I uh, was drawn to the third verse. I'll read that one again. And I appeared unto Abraham, unto Isaac, and unto Jacob by the name of... God Almighty, but by my name Jehovah was I not known to them. I found that to be interesting when I read that. Uh, tonight we're going to talk, what's, what's in a name? Uh, we, we, I decided to look up what my name meant. I wish I hadn't. <laughs> Sometimes it just, you know, you, you, you hope it's going to be exciting, and uh, it's not. My name means spear. I'm not sure if that's you know, my pointy nose or what, but um, we'll just move on from that. Uh, but I was called uh, Gary Anthony when I was in trouble. My mom would use both names. That was usually a good sign I needed to be somewhere uh, as soon as possible. Uh, there was also Big G, so we have nicknames too. I was Big G. I don't know who Little G was, but... I was Big G. That was my mom called me that. I, my friends called me Gare because, you know, why have two syllables when you can make one? When I was younger, um, I had a different last name. So uh, my last name was Pranger. And so uh, to make fun of me, kids would call me Pringle. Those had just come out. We heard about those, didn't we, not too long ago? Pringles, how they were made. Um, I've been called Mr. Ryler a lot these days. And uh, Mr. Riley, or Gary Riley, sometimes, because people don't read my name all the way through. And um, most recently, during the Starlight Parade, there's these announcement towers along the parade. I was called Gary Riller at all of them. So, what's in a name, right? Uh, we, I, a lot is in a name. I, as a teacher, that's something that's important. You want to say their name, your children, the, the kids' names right. Uh, and then spell them right, too, I've learned over the years. But what's in a name? God here is actually saying, you knew me by God Almighty, but now I'm going to be Jehovah. Did he change? Well, we read that God doesn't change. Uh, so 
What, what's going on here? First of all, I, I thought we would look at some of the names of God. We have in Genesis 1-1, the, the word God is Elohim, which means God in the plural sense. So that we read in Genesis, uh, that is God in his plurality, the, the, the triune God. We have Yahweh, which means Lord. Adonai, which means Master. El Shaddai means God Almighty, like we heard here. And we have Jehovah. Jehovah is the promised and proper name of God. This is where God begins to fill the promises that he made to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So God Almighty, we, we read about several things he's done previous to this chapter. Uh, we have um, the flood. We have all sorts of things that are pretty miraculous and, and you just look at what God did and it's just amazing. So Almighty God is really who you see through those, the, the entire time. But now we have Jehovah. So God was to work in ways he had ne- that have never been observed before. So that these children of Israel, this, this group of people, were going to observe God in a new way. Pretty exciting. Uh, and what's interesting is many of these weren't even serving the Lord. They were serving pagan gods. They were worshiping idols. Yet God still, he heard their cry. And they would witness a, a pillar of a cloud and fire. They would witness uh, his presence that uh, when, when Moses went up the mount and the cloud descended. They would see the Red Sea depart and walk across dry ground. They would see the army of the Egyptians get flooded and killed. They would see a lot of miracles. And and yet, even this group, save two, still wouldn't see the promised land. What's in a name? Well, what about Jesus? He has several names. We heard one tonight, Lamb of God. We have Emmanuel, which means God is with us. We have Savior or Deliverer, Christ. That's what Christ means. Christ means Messiah or Anointed. We have Redeemer to buy back or ransom or purchase. We have in um, Matthew thirteen seventeen. Even God himself spoke up here in, in this chapter. Three, seven, I'll start at 16. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. So he, he was God's beloved Son. Uh, in, in John fourteen six. On 14.6, we have, uh, if we start at verse 5, Thomas saith unto Jesus, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? And Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. We have in Hebrews 2, excuse me, 12, Hebrews 12, 
Verse 2, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. If you keep going, it says, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and to sit down at the right hand of the throne of God. Author and finisher. Some faiths will... I know of one faith specifically that has decided it will take on all the different gods of the different religions and bring them all into one faith, and you can you can decide which one you want, and that will be who your God is. So you, it's like you get to choose um, off of, off of a you know vending machine or something. It, it, God isn't changing his name. Jesus doesn't have several names so that we can decide what he's going to be for us. That, that was not the intent here. Uh, the, the intent is not to uh, give us uh, options of what God will be for us. Uh, he's not a spiritual Swiss army knife that we use. Uh, he is someone who shapes us. Uh, we, we, we need to remember that uh, God is our creator. And so if that's the case, uh, we have no business considering any idea that we would have any uh, options of what, how God or is going to be or what he's going to be for us. And as we consider this, uh, one, we can't say that uh, God is going to be something for us. What we should be saying is, I will be whatever God wants me to be. And, and, and when we look at the Lord and we look at what God has done, and when we consider all the names and all the, all the things God is, uh, certainly we would want to have a, a heart that says, Lord, what do you want me to be? Uh, and, and if we can uh, look to the Lord that way, we realize uh, that all, it, all the realities become open to us of the gospel. Uh, nothing's take, nothing is hid from us. The, it says in the Word that God wants to, wants to shower us with His gifts. He wants to give us uh, what we need. He says He would supply our every need. Uh, but So certainly we want to have a heart that, that reaches out to the Lord with an understanding of who He really is. He is God Almighty. But He is also a God who, when He promises something, He delivers. God felt it was very important to share at that moment that I, you're going to see me in a different way. I'm not changing, but I'm about to fulfill the promises that I made. And, and the children of God must have been uh, excited, I would think. Uh, the, we know that they went through a lot. They saw all the plagues, and pretty soon they realized they're getting the plagues and we're not. That would be pretty exciting. And so what's happening is they're seeing that God, he's saying, you are my chosen people. It's not just I'm doing these plagues and the, you're not, the, I'm protecting you. Uh, you. You are my chosen people. I am going to be with you. I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. And all these things we see in this, in this part of the Bible, we can take now today. Uh, we have, we look to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. And so Jesus is the promise for us today. Jesus was a promise to the children of Israel. He was the promised Messiah. And he was our Redeemer and our Savior. God commended his love toward us that while yet we were sinners, Christ died for us. While we were yet sinners. You know, not all those uh, 
children of Israel in Egypt were, were worshiping God. But he delivered them anyway because he loved them. And, and, and even today, those that, uh, when, when we consider where we were before God uh, miraculously saved us, uh, we certainly didn't deserve it. Uh, and when you consider what he did on the cross before we even knew he did it, uh, what, what love is that? It's amazing what God did for us. Many have shared what Jesus has done. Many have witnessed the changes that take place. Uh, I know I have friends that saw me, and, and I, I'm not the same person in so many ways. Um, yet, there's still unbelief. There's still unbelief. It's still it's some, it's a choice that all of us must make individually, and we we pray for them, we pray for our loved ones, we pray for our friends. But just like the, those children of Israel, they, they, unbelief is what kept them out of Canaan land, it kept them out of the Promised Land, and that that doesn't change now. Uh, we must believe. Paul says things way better than I can. So I'm just going to allow that to happen here. We're going to look in Philippians chapter 2. And I'm going to start at verse 6. This is speaking about Jesus. Who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, a name that at that name of Jesus every knee should bow, of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Can't say it any better than that. What's in a name? There's power in the name of Jesus. There is. And when you speak his name, if you're feeling tempted or you feel like the devil's kind of got you on the run, there's power in the name of Jesus. Many of us have experienced that. There's power in the blood of Jesus. So why is there power in the name of Jesus? Well, what I just said, he was selfless. He died a horrible death for you and for me. And it was a selfless act of love and obedience. Uh, two very key things. He was, it was a love for you and me and an obedience to his father. And, and what that did is it gave him a name above every name. And that all would confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. That is who we serve tonight. That, that, if you're not saved, that is who you can serve when you walk out this door. That is who loves you so much that he would pay a horrible price on a cross and die for you. Uh, what an opportunity there is tonight to consider the name of Jesus tonight. To consider why he has such a wonderful name. Why? Because of all he did for us. And we have an opportunity now to look to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. He wants to be your redeemer tonight. If you have not experienced salvation in your heart, he wants to do that. He wants to help you be, he wants to be your best friend. 
He wants to be your guide. Uh, but all it takes is a simple prayer and a belief that the name of Jesus, there's power in it, and that the blood of Jesus can make a change in your heart and in your life. Uh, the opportunity we have tonight is to look to our author and finisher of our faith and allow him to have his way in our hearts. And we know that the Lord will do just what he needs to do in every one of our hearts as we look to him and believe. The song number is number 98.